the Arizona Cardinals have a little bit of cap room to maneuver around. Where should they allocate the funds? I'm going to tell you, it's the defense. Locked on Cardinals. Here we go. You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome in. Locked on Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Uh, off for two days. Back at it. Sometimes, you know, get a little under. Get a little rundown. Needed a couple days, but I am back. Better than ever. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked on AZ Cards. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Thank you for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen each and every day. Free and available on all platforms. Today's episode is brought to you by Blue Nile. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Locked On Sports listeners get 50 bucks off purchases of 500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use code Locked On at checkout. Um, you can also check me out Thursdays with Tyler Rowland of Locked On uh, Titans on the Locked On NFL National Show. We always have a great time doing that. We're actually going to be doing that show live tomorrow on the Locked On NFL YouTube channel. Um, this offseason has been nothing short of, I mean, incredible when it comes to content. You know, Kyler versus the Cardinals, Kyler's contract extension, Steve Kime joining the Pat McAfee show. There's just been a lot of storylines. There's been a lot of great content to churn out, to uh, argue about, agree on, you know, discuss, debate, etc. But there's one thing that I think is undeniable at this point, and that is that the defense is taking a step back and the offense seemingly is taking it, taking a large step forward. Now, the balance between a great offense and average to above average defense is absolutely necessary in this day and age. Obviously, you're going to have your outliers of the 12 or 14 total points scored and a, you know, pound it out, run the ball, play defense, field position kind of game. But the NFL obviously is catered more towards quarterbacks, catered more towards high-powered offenses. I mean, for crying out loud, the Bengals had one of the worst offensive lines in football in 2020, and instead of drafting a bona fide offensive lineman in its, with a top-five pick, they took Jamar Chase, and they made it to the damn Super Bowl. And that was on the heels of Joe Burrow getting sacked eight times in a playoff game and ended up making the Super Bowl. So, you know, it, it's a different NFL. And where we're looking at with the Cardinals right now is – their offense is potent. Even with DeAndre Hopkins out for, for six weeks due to the PED suspension, Hollywood Brown trade, Trey McBride drafted in the second round, you know, retaining A.J. Green, um, signing Darrell Williams, Darrell Williams, retaining James Conner, retaining Zach Ertz. Like, there are pieces here that could make this offense very special, and obviously Kyler Murray calling the shots. Okay? The offense is not the issue that I'm discussing at this point when it comes to salary cap. When it comes to salary cap room that the Cardinals have, according to over the cap, they have just over $11 million. Um, it's got to go to the defense, all of it. And, you know, I, I'm going to make a counter argument in the third segment talking about why I still think they should potentially bring in a wide receiver, a very, very, you know, high-ish floor, low ceiling, $1 million prove-it contract you know, for a wide receiver that uh, is still around 
when training camp starts. I'll talk about that in the third segment because I still think there's a compelling argument to make. Regardless of how potent the offense is right now for the Cardinals, they could still use a wideout. And I'm going to explain why I think that in the final segment, which is Colton, which is the antithesis of what I'm going to be talking about in the first two segments. Defense, defense, defense. They have just over $11 million, uh, in cap space, as I mentioned. Going into the draft, I know Zion Johnson was the apple of my eye, left guard out of uh, – and I think he's playing right guard where he got drafted, but um, out of Boston College. There were things – the highest priority of needs for the Arizona Cardinals going from the 2021 season into the offseason were – Get to the quarterback, protect the quarterback, stop the run, and stop opposing wide receivers. Pass rush, interior defensive line, cornerback, and offensive lineman. And they didn't fill any of those holes in the draft, at least in the first couple rounds. In the third round, they drafted Cam Thomas. I mean, they've got a little bit, a little bit help uh, in the pass rush. Uh, in the pass rush portion of the of the needs assessment but they lost Chandler Jones so when they went when I see 11 million dollars in cap space I'm like oh boy let's go to the free agent list who's there that people have kind of forgotten about that people are waiting to see if the price will go down and there are some names okay because what I said this off like I had Cam Cox on last Friday the last show that I did and I asked him and I've asked people ask Connor Orr when I had him on last week is Vance Joseph set up to be the scapegoat if things go wrong? And I know it's somewhat of a negative outlook on what could happen this uh, this season in 2022, okay? I understand that it could have a negative slight to it, but it, it's an interesting conversation to have because Vance Joseph has done a lot with not a lot at times. When Chandler Jones went out in 2020, the pass rush got better. He got Hassan Reddick paid. Chandler Jones goes out, Hassan Reddick balls out, he goes to Carolina for a year, and now he's making generational wealth in Philly. And that was Vance Joseph finally finding a spot for Hassan Reddick that he was meant to play his entire career. They don't have a lot of top-tier talent on the defense that's currently constructed. The Arizona Cardinals don't. Obviously, Buda Baker, Byron Murphy took a huge step forward. Let's see if he can take one more step because he's thrust into that CB1 role with the roster, again, as currently constructed. You know, J.J. Watt, obviously intangibles and his ability to be J.J. Watt. Hopefully he can stay healthy for, you know, more than half the season. Um, but we'll see with Zayvon Collins. We'll see with Isaiah Simmons. You'd hope to think that both of them take a step forward. If they both take a step forward, we're having a completely different conversation about the Cardinals. We're having a conversation like, can these boys make a run? If Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons both take their respective step forward, year one to year two for Zayvon, staying on the field, remaining healthy, being good in coverage like, like he was supposed to be last year, and actually getting reps, and Isaiah Simmons taking that next step forward. We've seen, as I've called them, oh my God moments from Isaiah Simmons. The one that I remember, I know the interception in overtime against Russell Wilson. That was, a, ooh, look what I found. Kick a field goal, win a game, Sunday night football. That was flexed because of COVID. The oh my God moment I remember the most out of, out of Isaiah Simmons was the hit on Cam Newton. Unfortunately, it led to a 15-yard unnecessary roughness penalty, which led to 
Nick Folk, I think, kicking a game-winning field goal, one of the ugliest games the Cardinals have ever played since Kyler Murray came into the NFL. But the hit that he put on six-foot-whatever, 250-pound whatever Cam Newton was like, oh, my God. That cat is special. And if, if he and Zayvon Collins can take a step forward this year, this defense is going to be completely different. They're in the middle of the defense. And they're young. And they're inexpensive contracts. Like, that's what dreams are made of if they can take a step forward. Other than that, it looks like Vance Joseph, if they don't infuse the defense with a little bit more talent before the season starts, could be set up to fail, unfortunately, because the offense is obviously good point, Troy. Yeah, the goal line stop against the 49ers with Trey Lance was another great moment. Oh, and the one with um the, the one on Derrick Henry in week one was either a third and goal or fourth and goal. I think it was third and goal. Um that that, that and then Ryan Tannehill ran it in for a touchdown right after. Vance Joseph right now is not given as much talent on defense as he had last year. That's not a good thing. That's not a bad thing. I mean, it's not a great thing, but it's obvious what the goal of the Arizona Cardinals offseason was. Give Kyler Murray as much as he can as much as he wants. And it makes sense. I mean, he's he's the he's the future, according to Steve Kahn. Alex Lancey, Lockdown Cardinals. Thank you for making Lockdown Cardinals your first listen each and every day. It feels good to be back. Sorry about the two-day hiatus. It's a little under the weather, a little rundown. Sometimes you just need a couple days. You know, I love being here. I'll be here five days a week. Thank you for uh bearing with me for those 48 hours. Next, who should the Cardinals sign? There's two schools of thought. Both are awesome because they both include defensive players. Alex Lindsay locked on Cardinals. I'll be right back. First, BlueNile.com. Okay, so we have a certain copy for us to read for live reads, okay? I do it a little differently with Blue Nile because it's – people that don't know, Blue Nile has jewelry abound. Okay. Tennis bracelets, engagement rings, everything like that. Okay. And they've got some high level stuff. But what I talk about first is because I don't know anything about jewelry, this rings true to me. They've got 24 seven support. Okay. So yes, they've got engagement rings. Each ring is one of a kind. You want the tennis bracelets for the lucky lady in your life. Great. But if you don't know what you're doing, that only goes so far. So they have experts on hand 24-7 via phone or chat to help you find a memorable gift at every budget. That's wild. So it's like, hey, I have this much money. Help. That's all you got to do 24-7, man. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Locked On Sports listeners get 50 bucks off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Also, use code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON. Plus, every order is insured, ships free and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com. Right now. Do it right now. All right, second segment, Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. Now, I'm going to ask you a favor, okay? We put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like you and make your favorite Lockdown podcast even better, okay? This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about Lockdown Podcast. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey, and then uh, everyone that uh, completes a survey 
can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. Again, LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey. Tell me how much you like me. All right. Cardinals have a little bit over, a little over $11 million in cap space. Um, this is going to fluctuate, obviously, post-June 1. I- I'm assuming there aren't going to be any major cuts by the Cardinals. I feel like we would have heard more rumbling to this point. That's projection. I'm not exactly sure at this point. But say the Cardinals have a, just a little over $11 million, and that doesn't change. Where do you allocate these funds? I said in the first segment, I'm going to say it now, the defense. And there are some names with major name recognition that are in the latter stages of their career, but not like Terrell Suggs late, who made it 10 minutes before going and winning the Super Bowl with Kansas City. Not Emmett Smith late, who is chasing the the uh, all-time rushing record. Not using the Arizona Cardinals as a vessel for their last contract, but guys who can actually perform still. And as I, as I mentioned, as I teased, there are two different schools of thought. One, you can put all of your $11 million into one basket or pepper it around. And the peppering it around is interesting because there's a guy like Justin Houston. Okay, Justin Houston was with Baltimore last year. He balled out. 33 years old. He's a guy who can make immediate impact and raise the floor of this defense. Is he going to be a world beater pro bowler? Probably not. He only made a million dollars last year. They could have 11 Justin Houstonses if, you know, if, if that were to stay the same, okay? Th- that's a name. Um, I'm going to, like, Indomitian Sue is 35, okay? But the Cardinals need a run stuffer and a guy that can push the middle of the pocket. Indomitian Sue can do that in his sleep still. So remember, these are names that used to have huge, major blockbuster name recognition as well as play on the field. If you're telling me 35-year-old and Dominic Sue couldn't make some noise with J.J. Watt to his left, I don't agree. And I think it'd be fun because you know what? Dominic Sue is one of those guys where you look, you're like, man, I don't like that guy. And then he signs with the Cardinals. Man, I love that guy. And that's a guy that, you know, could, could raise the floor of the run-stuffing front that the Cardinals need. Okay. And I know that there are offensive, there are some offensive guards out there, you know, Eric Flowers, guys like that who never really held their way. Brian Balaga, I think, would be nice on the right side, but not absolutely necessary. Carl Nassib's out there, another defensive end. But there's a guy. If you're gonna, if, if you're not gonna pepper it around, okay, there's one guy that I would give eleven million dollars to, whether it be two year 20 with 15 guaranteed, something like that. And it's Jason Pierre Paul. I know he's 33, okay, and save your jokes about what happened a couple years ago because I don't, I don't like that. Um, the dude would make an immediate impact off the edge. He wouldn't be Chandler Jones, but you could say that week one through the end of seasons, Jason Pierre-Paul at times looks to be the more consistent pass rusher. So if you told me the Cardinals signed Jason Pierre-Paul to one-year $9 million deal, I'd be like, Stevie, baby, high five. Because you know what it does? It adds another position where it's like set and forget. You know exactly what you're going to get from Jason Pierre-Paul. You know exactly what you're going to get from Buda Baker. You know exactly what you're going to get from Rodney Hudson. You know exactly what you're going to get from DJ Humphreys, Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, AJ Green to a lesser extent, James Conner after what happened last year. 
you can add another set and forget position. And I feel like that is paramount, especially for Vance Joseph to be able to have a little extra talent to go with the young infusion of talent the Cardinals have added over the last couple of years on the defensive side of the ball. But they need a replacement for Chandler Jones yesterday. They need defensive veteran infusion. And I know that the Cardinals, like, they average out years. It's so weird because they're the, they're the weirdest mix of old, I mean, loosely defined, old and super raw, super green. Marco Wilson to AJ Green. That's the gap. And it's like adding a little bit more talent, especially when the salary cap is going to go up next year, with a guy that's going to make an impact. Then this is the James Conner and Zach Ertzy kind of contract where it's like, yo, if it works, here you go. You can retire in Arizona Cardinal. We'll pay you next year when they have a little bit more money under the cap. But in summation, if you look at the Cardinals and you see that they have $11 million in cap space and you can add $11 million worth of talent on the defensive side of the ball for Vance Joseph to work with, to go with Buda Baker and Byron Murphy and Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons and J.J. Watt. Do it. And Marco Wilson. Yeah, um, Joe Hayden, like, th this is one, and I'm going to get to a wide receiver. Um, Joe Hayden, adding a corner, like, I was looking at the list, and there aren't many, like, Chris Harris is out there. He's 32. Um, Trey Waynes is an interesting name because the Cincinnati Bengals defense was very good down the stretch last year. Um, but, like, I feel like Steve Kime has already decided this is it. So Joe Hayden, 33. Yeah, I mean, he was on my list. And put it this way. Anybody you add to the cornerback room right now is going to be status quo leading to upgrade. And I don't know why um, they're not looking, obviously, just – Awful what happened with Jeff Gladney and talking about football only. They're going to need like it. I don't even want to talk about it. Like that just sounds, it just sounds terrible. Never mind. We'll, we'll talk about that at a later date. Um, there are holes that need to be filled still on the defensive side of the ball. And it'll be very interesting to see how they utilize this cap space post June one. Alex Clancy locked on Cardinals. I'm going to debate against myself that the Cardinals should absolutely sign a wide receiver. Still, still, I'm going to make my case and I think it's a pretty good one. Next, Locked On Cardinals. First, Built Bar. Okay, so I raved about the birthday cake um, uh, puffs. Okay, now, sweet mother caramel brownie. Okay, just picture a, like, chewy chocolate brownie, one that mama used to make. Okay, my mama used to make them without the, without the caramel, but caramel addition to anything is fantastic. Um Caramel brownie bars are available at built.com right now. Um, they're a fan favorite. They're going to sell out. Like, like these have been a fan favorite for a long time. Okay. You want to have dessert? Screw it. Eat a built bar instead. Caramel brownie. Are you kidding me? Um, 130 calories, 17 grams of protein, four grams of sugar. So you can eat your Milky Way. Or you can eat a protein bar that has 17 grams of protein and four grams of sugar instead of negative protein or whatever candy bar has and a million grams of sugar. There are a million reasons why you should try Bilt Bar and 
Carmel Brownie is just another one. Go to built.com, use promo code LOCK15 for and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. All right. Final segment. Locked on Cardinals. The Cardinals have $11 million to spend, and it needs to go to the defense. That is the thesis statement for the first 20 minutes of this podcast. I'm going to give another option. When I when I gave the two options of putting all of the $11 million into one player basket or peppering it in and bringing in three or four guys, which is possible, especially as we get closer to camp, the latter would yield the ability to sign a wide receiver. And I think the Arizona Cardinals absolutely should. There is no faking what the plan is here. The Arizona Cardinals are going to have one of the best offenses in the NFL. That's the plan. Hey, what's the plan for 2022? The Cardinals are going to score so many points. They're going to score so many flipping points. So if that's the case, why stop now? Like if the Cardinals sign a wide receiver, are you kidding me? This would be a joke. Like, okay. I mean, I've looked at a couple names. I think the Cardinals should sign Julio Jones, 100%. That should be the name. I said it before. I said when he got cut, he's 33 years old. I know exactly what I'm like. I understand the frame around this. Injury prone. He's always questionable. If you get him for $3 million, it's Julio Jones. Like, get weird. Just get weird at this point. I don't understand, like, I I, I, I go back and forth with this, where it's like Julio Jones is Julio Jones. I know he's older. Okay. Would you rather have Julio Jones or Cole Beasley? Would you rather have Julio Jones or Emmanuel Sanders? Would you rather have Julio Jones or Will Fuller? That's the question. Because Will Fuller, he's had some, some stuff. Uh, he's never healthy. Matthew Barry, uh, you know, fantasy football guru over at ESPN. His line about Will Fuller that I love is, if Will Fuller's starting, you're starting him in your lineup because he puts up numbers when, when he's healthy, but he, you know, I, he got popped for PDs. I think like he, he shot some stuff. I would still sign Julio Jones higher floor, potentially lower ceiling, but it's Julio Jones. And I feel like there are very few wide receivers in NFL history where you can just say their name and be like, Oh yeah, I guess that makes sense. Julio Jones had, I mean, it gets lost in the fray because they lost the Super Bowl. But that catch on whatever down and a hundred on the sideline where he caught it. And then, you know, uh, uh, announcer like, no, incomplete. And then, you know, uh, referees like, no, incomplete. And then they look at it like, holy crap, he caught that ball and got his feet in bounds. That's who, like, I know that was a few years ago, but Julio Jones has a higher floor than any wide receiver out there now. And I feel like the Cardinals moving forward, inching forward to being as efficient and effective offense as possible needs to look at the floor and not the ceiling. And for that reason, I think Julio Jones would be the guy. If they're going to sign a wide receiver, which I don't think they will, and it's fine. It's warranted if they don't, because look at what they've done this offseason. But with DeAndre Hopkins out for six weeks and the Cardinals having to play the Raiders, the Rams, and the Chargers in the first six weeks, 
might be worth a look because Julio Jones is going to get scooped up by somebody. And why not have it be the Cardinals, especially because the market is completely gone for him. If you give him one year, $6 million, would I rather have Jason Pierre-Paul or Julio Jones? Jason Pierre-Paul. Would I rather have Justin Houston and Joe Hayden or Jason Pierre-Paul or uh, Julio Jones? The defensive guys. That's not what I'm debating here. It's, it should be defense, in my opinion, with the allocation of funds. But if you're going to sign a wide receiver, why not Julio Jones? At this point, it's so, like this offense, we don't know what it's going to mold into. I know that you want to get Rondell more reps. I know that you want to get Trey McBride reps. He may be a year out, depending on how well James Conner plays. This offense is going to be the focal point, is going to be the strength of this team come 2022 by default for the first time ever. Why not add to it? Get weird. He's 6'3". He catches everything. I mean, he's a linebacker. Sign him. Alex Lancey, Locked on Cardinals. I'll talk to you tomorrow.